And we're live. Welcome to the Business Legends Podcast, where we interview business leaders and entrepreneurs so that you can learn from their mistakes, pump up your own inspiration, and grow your bottom line. I'm the host of your show, Mr. Reese Arlen, and I'm here with the CEO of Business Marketing Solutions Group, Christian Webb. Say what's up! Prime time. Prime. No, not <laughs> anything like that. He beat, me, he beat me to the prime time. This is, this is just an inside uh, joke. We're going to have to describe that on air now. Thank you very much. That's good. Um, that's today, good. we are joined by a very special guest, Ms. Dove Bennett. Dove, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. And let me introduce you real fast. Uh, Dove is the author of the book, 30 Ways to Grow Your Business. She manages to shift the atmosphere with her fierce style, get it done tenacity, and create a flair, obviously, for those of you that see the video. When not juggling the demands of entrepreneurship, Dove is a motivational speaker and advocate for various causes relating to mental health, entrepreneurship, and the epidemic of homelessness. Today, our topic is business startup motivation. Dove, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yep. See see how I told you, by the way, an hour ago, I told you that after my coffee, my brain and my, my mouth would start acting a little bit more normal. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm using my words a little bit more correctly these days. Prime time, Christian, we got to stop with the, with the prime. Like, I, I just hate it so much. Now we have to describe what this is. So I'm not a morning person. And every single morning, Christian calls me at about 7 a.m. And my wake up time is 7.30, just for the record. And he calls me and he goes, it was prime time, baby, let's go. And and I just want to reach through the phone and and just just shake him. Like, I don't want to hurt you, but I just want to shake him. Sounds like a better than coffee, to and, be honest. And tell, no, it's, it's way worse. Like, everything is way worse. So, but today's not about us and our stupidness. Today is all about Dove. Dove. So, how did how did you get into all this stuff? What made you decide that you wanted that a you wanted to be an entrepreneur and b, um, you know, how you got into all these different different things? Um, as far as being an entrepreneur, I will say I've always been an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, I think I just didn't know it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I started opening businesses when I was like 18 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. What um, did you do when you were 18? So I want to say my very first business was a daycare. Okay. My very first business, I opened up a daycare. God bless um, you. So not for me, the, you know, dealing with all the all the children acting crazy and, you know, <laughs> that, that's something else. I got to say, I beat you, Dove. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a lemonade stand at 12. Oh, oh we, got, but, we got a lemonade stand on I, I, went, the I went bankrupt. Yeah, he went bankrupt. <laughs> He can yeah, no longer so. afford the lemons. You know, he, he learned very quick the differences between supply, demand, cost, and price. You know, he, he, uh, I drink he too much of my own supply. <laughs> <laughs> lemons costed three dollars, and water a gallon of water costed two, and you can't sell lemonade for twenty five cents. That's what that's what he figured out. So uh, so you were probably a successful entrepreneur long before Christian ever pretended to be. Oh, I doubt that. I doubt that. <laughs> um, from the daycare, I have re- I had an event planning business i think when i was 20 wow um i've had and i will say each and every single business i had i ended up making some type of mistake in it oh sure (laughs) yeah and honestly though i i kind of i will say i think i it kind of deterred me from the entrepreneurship for a little bit because i was like obviously this isn't for me i must be doing something wrong um but then I kind of learned, you know, it's like it's it's sure. a learning experience. It's, it's always just a learning experience. And yeah. so I now embrace those, you know, yeah. slip ups. I, I expect them to come. Um, I'm sure, you know, at some point I'm going to slip up again and something's yep. going to happen. You know, yeah. I'm, it's I'm inevitable. From it. it's exactly. Inevitable. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. So entrepreneurship is just something that I've always been passionate about. Yeah. Um, I like the process of it. I, yeah. I, I like the I like the journey. You like, like the, the journey, journey, the struggle, the grind, all yes, the all the yes. above. Yes, I love that. I 
as much as I complain about it, and really I don't complain about it that much. I don't know right. I said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I I enjoy staying up till three o'clock in the morning, getting something done, and then yeah. waking up at seven o'clock the next morning to go to a meeting. And I just I enjoy all of that. So it's yeah. definitely definitely a passion of mine. Um, as far as my um the my I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Oh, real guys. fast. <laughs> when you said uh, what time did you say you woke up and started? Well, this morning I was up at seven. Man, that's killer. Well, sometimes I, was I get up at six. Normally I get up. <laughs> he said I was. I six. was too. Prime I time. Be. I, had my, I have my alarm. <laughs> I have my alarm set for seven thirty in the morning. But I was up at seven this morning because Christian is an a hole. That's what you need. That's what you need to know. Crazy enough, I normally get up at six. Wow. Um, to go work out. But yeah. Since I was doing this this morning, I was like, I could just get my workout. So oh, I okay. Slept until all right. Seven. All right. Well, we don't we don't advocate for you to for you to harm your harm yeah, your we're health. We're not trying to build bad habits. Nope. But know. I used it as an excuse anyway. Oh well, you're gonna you're gonna now you just have to go to the gym afterwards. That's, I know. That's all that it is. I was like, I'm probably you gonna come go join to me at CrossFit today. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So so for our listeners, we were at coffee earlier than this, and. Uh, and Dove, Dove had a savage moment, moment she didn't even realize because <laughs> Christian was bragging about his CrossFit like he always does, like everybody that does CrossFit does. Hashtag CrossFit is the cure. Hashtag CrossFit is the cure. And uh, and he and Christian's like, oh yeah, you know, I've been I've been doing CrossFit for uh, you know like a couple it wasn't years. Quite like that. And Dove Sounds without just like him. Without, see, thank you, Dove. And Dove without without missing a beat, she goes, oh really? I can't tell. <laughs> I was like, man, we haven't even got into the interview. Yet. And, and outside of outside of primetime morning, that absolutely made my day. My day is not getting better than that. You know, I need to I just need to take a nap and start all over again or something like that. So um okay, so entrepreneurship. Um so if you know, if you could go back in time and uh let's say, you know, you're eighteen years old and you're starting an event marketing company or or, or whatever else, you know, you said you had a daycare or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, what would you say some of the best learning lessons that you've learned are since then? Um, I think the best learning lessons that I've learned is to just not be so hard on myself and okay. not to uh, not to convince myself that setbacks equate to failure. Okay. I think that was the biggest thing. Um, I used to, to really beat myself down whenever I'd have a setback. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, crap, I, I failed. This, this mm-hmm. must mean that you know, this isn't meant for me or that I'm doing something wrong. Obviously, I need to go another avenue. And instead, I wish I would have just told myself that it's a learning experience, you know, especially because the first business I started was before I had any type of college education, before I had any type of experience or anything like that. And so it's like, it's all going to be a learning experience. And I think that's probably something that I learned from college. My mom calls me a professional student. Okay. I've, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been in school for so long and I have so many, like I'm crazy enough. Some of my education doesn't even like connect to the other. Like I'm a licensed insurance agent. I, oh, wow. I have a human resource, you know, and I, I'm a like, I'm a certified phlebotomist. And I, <laughs> oh, wow. That's, a, that's like, interesting. Sometimes that's interesting I too. just take classes because I think they're fun. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to learn and go. Exactly. You, you just want to learn more stuff. Um, but one thing I will say that I think I learned from school is that you get way more experience in the real world. It's like there's so many yeah. times you go to school for something and then you get out and you go do it. And I'm like, I didn't learn this. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, no one taught me this. Um, so yeah, I just I wish I would have told my younger self not to be so hard on myself and to just learn from it and keep pushing. You know, just, yeah. Do, do you have a specific um, method for for dealing with struggles and failures? I mean, you know, you said that you you wish that you weren't so hard on yourself or whatnot, but mm-hmm. do you 
you know, let's say, God forbid, you, you have another uh, learning lesson, we'll mm-hmm. call it. What what do you do to, to, you know, coach yourself through that moment and, and push through those hardships? Um, honestly, I will say it's gotten so much easier to where I don't even see them as hardships anymore. Wow. Um, it, it's I've noticed a different change in myself mm-hmm. because even just recently last year, I tried to hold my own um, speaking conference. Yeah. And so I hired other speakers. I was going to be the keynote and I hired other speakers to come on. I had vendors come out. I had, you know, I set up everything. I got the everything taken care of. Yeah. No guests showed up. Oh, wow. No one showed up. So um, I get there and you know what? Even without the guests, I still, me and the other speakers, we kind of networked. We talked about things that we could work together on. We worked with the vendors and it ended up being a very productive day. But I thought back on it and I was like, man, if this would have been like five years ago, I would have yeah. gave up. I would have been like, this you. isn't yeah, exactly. I probably would have been sitting there crying. Um, yeah. I would have been like, no one likes me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And instead, I was like, I, I kind of learned from it. I was like, okay, what did I do wrong? And I realized, I was like, you know what? I spent so much time trying to get it prepared. I didn't market it as much as I should have. You, yeah. know, you, didn't, hire, a, you didn't hire a marketing company. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, I didn't promote it. I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, people will show up if I put it out there. Yeah, if you and, build it, they will come type of right, thing. Right, exactly. I was like, I'll post it on social media and people will come. And yeah, that's like, only true about the Panthers, Dave. <laughs> right, right, right. The greatest team in the NFL. Absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't start with me, Dub. Don't start with me. Listen, listen. It's prime time, and I got my coffee in me. We will. We, you know, we're sitting right, right across from the from the heavenly land. Right. I know here. I'm gonna get slack for this because apparently we're like the most hated team in the world for oh, no, no apparent reason. So you're a Cowboys fan? I am. <laughs> I knew That's it. hilarious. I knew it. I, I knew it. That was Cowboys. not scripted right there. That was that was a, that was a perfect moment. I am a Cowboys fan, and we are the Uh-oh. most hated team in the nation for no reason. No reason whatsoever. No reason whatsoever. It, no reason. You know, but you're you're America's football team, so you know, exactly. it, it is what it is. You know what I say about Dak Prescott, by the way. Dak is a wannabe Cam Newton, so that's <laughs> that's all that. It, let's switch the subject. Um, so, so let's kind of you know you were talking about getting through hardships and things like this, mm-hmm. and there's so many Yoda like motifs, like like different paradigms, way you can shift your ways of thinking and mm-hmm. things like this. And I was listening to um, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast where he brought on CT Fletcher. CT Fletcher, if you don't know who that is, is a guy that is a big time, uh, he lifts a lot of weights and he's big funny, big funny guy. And I think he has the world record for the biggest bicep curl and stuff. And I mean, he's just like perpetually amped mode, but he's in really good shape and he had to get a heart transplant due to a genetic defect. And it just completely changed his way of thinking. And one of the things that that I took from that is, you know, he really looks at every single day like a gift, like a blessing, mm-hmm. because he went through that near death experience of having to get his heart transplant and whatnot. But one of the things that I took from that is that whenever he's talked about his failures or learning lessons, whatever you'd like to call them, he says, this is not something that I have to do or want to do. It's something that I get to do. It's something that I have the privilege to do because we live in the greatest country on earth and because we have the opportunities available to us and things like that. I think so, a lot of young entrepreneurs, like when they first start, like maybe even you when you first started, maybe even me, I don't remember at this point, <laughs> but uh, it's like... It's like they always think that these larger companies just like mm-hmm. became. Right. It's like if you have an idea, for one, if you're original, okay, there's a little bit of room to be scared, but just don't be. Just tack. Mm-hmm. But like most people's ideas are not original. Right. There's mm-hmm. there's 20 or 30 or 300,000 of you. Mm-hmm. And if there's yep. successful businesses doing exactly what you do and you're like, I can't do it, 
does that mean that person's better than you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should you should 100% believe in yourself and be able to be able to conquer that. I, I, I talk about that a lot um, on my podcast, in my book. Um, one thing that I say a lot, and on, I'm a vlogger, so I have a YouTube channel, and I say it on there a lot, too. Businesses come a dime a dozen. There, yep. There's whatever we are doing, like you said, unless you're, like, super, super original or, you know, unique – Pretty much whatever you're doing, you can find another business doing the exact same thing. Yep. You know, um, you can Google it. So yeah. <laughs> you you can find another business doing the exact same thing you want to do. And that definitely shouldn't deter anyone. You know, yeah. I definitely don't think that there's really any business that's so overly saturated that someone should just not go into the field if they're not, if it's something that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time, kind of like you said, you know, it isn't about, you know, um, that oh, I must not be, they must be better than me or something yeah. like that. Um, I think what it is is that a lot of people, myself included, I've done it sometimes too, we kind of suffer from what someone I, I listened to said, she calls it imposter syndrome. And it's like, should I be doing this? You know, am I qualified to do this? Yeah. And it's like... Feeling like you don't belong, exactly, maybe? Exactly. Yeah. qualified you know? as soon as you say, I'm qualified. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, people are, I'm like, because I had to do that myself. I'm like, oh, am I qualified to get up here and speak on this? Am I qualified yeah. to write a book? And I'm like, but I did. I wrote a book. Like, right, right. <laughs> so obviously I'm yeah. qualified. Like, you know, there there is no set, even when it comes to maybe education or experience, you know, there's not, if you haven't been in this field for five years, you can't be an entrepreneur. There's no rule book to it. So right. I think a, one thing that we all have to do is kind of get out of our own head and just know, you know. Just just try it. Go just try it. it. Go yeah. for it. I think a lot of people confuse. We we kind of briefly discussed this at coffee beforehand, but a lot of people confuse resources with being resourceful. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you touched on that we're about to discuss here is, um, you know, a lot of people think that in order to start a business, you have to have 100k in the bank that mm-hmm. you're willing to lose, type of thing. But you know, if you feel unqualified to do something. You can seek out those res- those resources right. and be resourceful with your learning of mm-hmm. them. I mean, you can Google just about anything these days, even up to the level of collegiate level classes. But you just have to have the will to seek out that education or right. seek out that skill or technique yeah. or I mean, honestly, I could probably find without even trying in like ten minutes, I could probably find twenty businesses that you could start for under ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah, easily. Uh, now, most of them will take sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yep. And working 80 hours a week and, yeah. you know, I mean, living so on breadcrumbs. So if you time that in there, so <laughs> yeah. then, all, then all of a sudden that 5, 10K becomes yeah. 100K in, in time. That you're sweat spending. equity right. and whatnot, yeah. But mm-hmm. Honestly, I'd rather pay in sweat than in hard-earned cash. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I, mean, I can, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay with sacrificing 80 hours a week, you know, to, to mm-hmm. get to where I want to go. And yeah, and you usually don't have, you don't have to have a whole bunch of investors too if you go that route. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And lot, let's face it, a lot, a lot of young entrepreneurs, unless they already had money, um, they're not starting with a two hundred thousand dollar out of pocket investment right. into yep. the business. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just I want people to know because I don't know I think it's some people who are interested in entrepreneurship maybe they don't have the the understanding, but most people who start businesses don't have hundred thousand dollars in the bank yep. they don't you know they mm-hmm. they're like you said they're resourceful with what they do have and they they make it work yeah you know you, you and, don't have to have thousands of dollars yeah and and there's the one thing that that you know whether you're starting from a from a position of liquidity if you have a lot of startup resources and capital there's one thing that comes into play that we all have and that's our work ethic mm-hmm. you know the ability to to you know, consciously put in effort and put in 9A to 9P days every single day of the week and whatnot. 
Um, I want to shift gears just a little bit and talk about your book. So 30, 30, say that, what's the name of it again? 30 ways to 30 ways to grow your business, grow your business. Okay. And how did, how did you come up? How did you decide to write this book and, and what types of information can you find therein? So, um, I decided to write this book when I was going through a lot of speaking engagements earlier okay. this year, and I was speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs who had unfortunately given up or yeah. were talking about giving up. And I would ask them why, and they would always say, I'm not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. They're like, I, I've been in business for, you know, this long and I'm just not doing well. Um, and they're like, I don't know what else to do. And I'm like, well, have you tried this? And I'll throw out one idea. And they're like, well, no, I've never tried that before. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what about this? Well, no, I've never, I'm like, so what have you done? And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I post on social media. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like, well, you know. Right. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so let me try to give you a few more tips. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so that's where the book came in and it pretty much goes over just various ways and methods to to try for people who are feeling stuck, yeah. you know, um, there, there are so many small things you could do just to get one more customer, just to get one more person to know about your business, just to get heard, you know, and, and it, it adds up and it's a process. Some people want the, the instant success, but it's like, it's a process. You mm -hmm. work at it one customer at a time, you know? So, um, the book talks about ways that you can network ways that you can, um, gain mentorship ways that you can maybe gain funding if that's what you need ways that you can partner up with other business owners to you know work together to get out there it just pretty much gives methods to methods that are proven to kind of grow your business for those people who really are just like I have no idea what to do next They're like I have a product that I think is amazing and no one knows about it yeah there's what? a piece there's a piece of that that I think is a little uh overrated to not overrated but like would I, would I, how would I say that? It's um, it costs a lot more than it used to, and people think they have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. There's a word for that, but I'm I'm missing. Costs a lot more than it used to. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kinda kinda. So basically, what I'm trying to get to here is uh, mentorship. Like these mm -hmm. days, like every time everywhere you go, it's like you you have to pay ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Where it used to be like, and it still is this way, but people just don't know it exists. Mm -hmm. You just find somebody who's well educated exactly. in that area, and mm -hmm. most most of the time, you can find somebody that'll give you. A little bit of time each mm -hmm. month, maybe maybe every two weeks, um, for completely for nothing. And that's actually that's what I wrote in the book too. I was like, you know, um, simply, and that's actually how I find my own mentors. It's mm -hmm. who is in the field that I'm in doing, mm -hmm. and I just pretty much look for someone, not necessarily someone who's, you know, ten steps ahead of me. I'm not gonna, you know, reach out to Michelle Obama or Oprah Winfrey and be like, can you mentor me? But someone yeah, yeah. who's just maybe the next step ahead of me or the, you know, two steps up. And I, I reach out to them and I'm like, hey, I, I love what you do. Would you have time to meet for coffee? You know, yeah. could we could we talk a little bit? And, you know, and honestly, a lot of people don't mind doing so. You yeah. Know? Sometimes you may have to go through a couple people because some people just don't have the time. Sure. Um, but if you find the right mentor, they're not going to mind talking to you for maybe an hour or two, like you said, and just being like, well, have you tried this? Well, maybe I have a connection. You know, I've had mentors who... I speak to you maybe once or twice a month and then I reach out to them. I'm like, Hey, I need help with this. And they're like, no problem. I have a friend. I'll connect you with them. And I'm like, if I didn't get anything else, at least they pointed me in the right direction. So yeah. it's like, there are small things you can do to just kind of keep going. Like if that doesn't work, there's one more other thing you can try, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. I'm not saying don't pay for mentorship. What I'm saying is all these like get rich quick mentorships mm -hmm. run for the hills. Like, cause I mean a good mentor, if they do want time, if they do want money for their time, if they're going to be like, hey, let's just do 
three hundred dollars an hour, five hundred dollars an hour, and I'll yep. talk to you about this stuff. And that kind of stuff, I would one hundred percent go with. If it's yep. like the CEO of like, so if I was right. the CEO of a huge digital marketing company in Texas, mm-hmm. yep. and I wanted to pick their brain mm-hmm. um, to learn more about what they're doing to see if I'm missing anything, mm-hmm. yeah, like that person's going to charge me for that time, right? But it's not going to be like a twenty thousand dollar package mm-hmm. for six months of perfectly written out cookie cutter <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know, like, yeah. exactly. Like see, I would. I would oh, totally pay Gary V for his time. Like, yeah. to oh, sit down yeah. and talk to Gary V. Yeah. Crush it. Totally pay for Crushing that. It. I totally pay for that. Crush it. And he might, you know, <laughs> Did you hear that, Gary V? D- <laughs> yeah. Doug would pay you. Gary okay? V's coming up next. You got this. That's He's moving to California, too, so you're going to have to fly out. Yeah. There you go. That's that's all that it is. There's, take that snip right there and send it to Gary Yeah, v. just going to send it straight over. Be like, hey, we got you a new apprentice over here. Like, we got we got yeah. your back. Um, yeah, that's He's going to reach out to you. Gary's yeah. good about reaching out to you. He's probably going to reach out to you. There you go. There you go. Next thing you know. He tweets manually. Yeah. Yeah. Does he really? Crazy. Yeah, he, well, he claims he does it. He claims he does it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, so we don't really it's know like what happens. Fame. He says he does it. Yeah. If he has like 40 people behind him doing it at all times, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you know, he, he's such a remarkable person, but yeah. I do not envy his life. I mean, his life is constantly, constantly exposed. I mean, he has no privacy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And That's what I like about him, though. He'll tell you. He says, not everybody wants my life. No, oh, right. And I'm he one of those that. people. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> eventually that. Reese is going to need a pina colada. You know what I'm saying? He's like, like, <laughs> he's like, you just want to drink a margarita, chill out, yeah. then just do what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want to be like me, this is what you got to do, and you're probably still not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> there, you know, back to what you were saying, Dove, there's, there's such a wealth of knowledge to be gained from apprenticeship, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's one thing to take, to take courses, and typically speaking, when you, when you see these, whatever, five and $10,000 uh, programs or whatnot, they're some cookie cutter program that somebody put together right. just like a collegiate level course but that's going to give you a broad spectrum of knowledge whereas an apprenticeship you'll be able to ask and get answered the mm-hmm. questions that you actually need to be answered type of thing exactly. so um you know it, it's it's just an interesting concept a to z so um let's let's talk a little bit about entrepreneurship and and up and coming entrepreneurs and things like that so let's say that uh, somebody approaches you with an idea, and it doesn't matter what that idea is. They could be selling, uh, you know, selling dresses or something like that online, or they could be, you know, they could want selling to s- Panther tickets. Selling Panther tickets. <laughs> well, those those sell themselves, Christian. I don't Do know they? if you knew this or not, but <laughs> but half full. Man. Uh, well, half for full. those of us that aren't Panther fans uh, in the audience, uh, the Panthers have had 171 sold out games in a row. So uh, they, go to, they go to see Medea. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look <laughs> it up. <laughs> They go to see Medea. I know you're not talking about Cam Newton's Cam grandma Newton. ass. <laughs> That's not very nice, Christian. Oh, I, see, this is one of those moments where I wish I had Inspector Gadget arms so I could just go over and just shake you. <laughs> just shake you. Just go, why, why, why? Stop it. Oh. So, young entrepreneurs. So, let's say they're selling uh, dresses or they're selling uh, Panthers paraphernalia because they've they've determined that they live in North Carolina and they're doing God's work. Um, so, you know, what, what would you tell them to do? What steps would you tell them to take? Well, for starters, if they're selling Panther gear, I'd probably have them reevaluate their life. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if they're selling dresses, we can yeah. work with that. Okay. All right. Let's, let's say, okay, let's, let's switch it from, uh, from commerce, but let's, let's say, let's say that something that's uh, nearer and dearer to your heart. Let's say they want to start a uh, daycare agency or something like that. Um, well, the first thing I tell anyone is to have a plan. Okay. Um, have some type of plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going into something blindly with no direction is you're literally asking to waste time and money and resources yep. um, because you're not really sure what you a lot of people. And it's it's the biggest thing is marketing. A lot of people try yep. to market with no direction whatsoever. Yep. 
Um. <laughs> that's where we come into play. That's right. That's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Remember, yeah. CEO of Business Marketing yeah. Solutions. Yeah, yeah. Find I, the hashtag, hashtag plug I myself. Promise, there you I'm go. not here to promote these guys. That was real advice. That was real advice. That was called that was the, called a friendship segment. The plug right award there. goes to Doug. That, listen, listen, we'll, we, will, we will accept the plug. So, so you want them to have a plan in a yes. direction moving forward. Have some type of plan. Okay. Um, I would say definitely make sure that you are documenting everything document absolutely everything you do document everything you that's have good advice. document and, and actually that's the very first chapter of my book <laughs> oh there you go documentation you go. um self-plug there we go we got <laughs> we got some plugs going on today we got it going on so so document everything mm -hmm. document everything have some type of direction okay. and uh i would say make sure that you can identify your target audience okay. know who you're trying to reach yep you're, you're not going to be able to reach everyone you're not going to want to reach everyone and sometimes people think, even let's say with the marketing company, they're like, well, I, I'm, I do marketing. I can, anybody can come in. And it's like, you cannot possibly reach everyone. For one, yep. everyone can't afford you, you know? It doesn't right. matter what you're doing. Your prices are going to determine who you market to. Um, exactly what you're selling is going to determine who you're marketing to. Absolutely. You have to have some type of plan. You have to have some type of direction. You need to document. You need to know who your target audience is. And then... If you feel like you have, let's say you're selling merchandise, if you have got your business plan written, you know who your target audience is, you've even hired these wonderful guys to market for you. Um, thank you, thank and, you. <laughs> and you, you feel like you're ready, you're like, okay, great, I'm on for the next step. I would say just make sure, my biggest thing, um, and it's probably something that maybe one of the main reasons I like Gary Vee, mm -hmm. is content, what you're putting out there. Um, cause it's something that I do as well. And people used to call me crazy for it, yeah. but I always give way more than the value. And that's something that I feel like is important for startups. Startups don't tend to not like doing that yep. because they're like, Oh, it's going to cost me money, but that's only in the short run. Yep. Because like we were just talking about businesses come a dime a dozen. Yeah. If you're selling dresses and the person next to you is selling dresses, customers really don't care what you have to offer. They yeah. care about how you can help them. Mm -hmm. So if you're offering more than the next person, if you're going to make that person feel like I'm getting a great deal, they're going to go with you. Even if you cost more, yep. you know, even if you cost more, people want to feel like they're getting a good deal. They yep. want to feel like they're winning. Yeah. They're like, hey, I just got, and then knowing that that's free advertising right there. Yeah, yes, I know people is. for like, I know, I know some contractors that'll say 40% off and free installment on their ad. Mm hmm and then all that is is their stuff's marked up 60%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're actually paying more than the person who didn't have the sell right. below them. But just because it's shiny, it makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. So exactly. You don't mind paying for it either because you don't really know what the value of that is worth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I was, um, one of the things I was telling, I was talking to one of my clients who was selling clothing and they were like, I don't know how to get this out. And I was like, honestly, just change your words a little bit. So they were trying to, they were trying to get off like an entire outfit. So they had like the shirt and the pants, um, and I think it, it came up with one more thing. I want to say it was like a hat. And they're like, I'm selling all these things for 15 bucks. And I'm like, well, oh, how wow. about this? Sell the shirt and the pants for 15 bucks and then give them a free hat. And I'm like, you're getting the same. They're getting the same thing. You're getting the same amount of cash. But when you tell them that they're getting something free mm -hmm. in return, they're, they're automatically, you just caught their attention now. You yep. know? Yeah. They feel like they're getting something out of this. So yeah. the best thing you can do is make your customers feel like they're getting something out of it. A lot of business owners 
they and which is a good thing. It's great to be passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's great to be so in love with your product and to think it's the best one in the world. You know, I'm sure you think you're the best marketer out there. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. He thinks that I am because that's the truth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, what, one of the things I, I love talking about the value principle. Value is always subjective. <coughs> and, you know, you mentioned Gary V. Gary V has this great segment about do you think uh, Christian and I to give you a little bit of background when we met, we were both personal trainers, actually, believe it or not. I know you can't tell now, especially yeah, with gonna... scrawny, you know, CrossFit man over here. But... <laughs> and, we can and, all tell your Peloton. And Mr. Sponsor. Peloton arms. I know you're jealous of all that. But, um, you know, Gary V talks about could a personal trainer be worth $10,000 an hour? You know, I absolutely 100% believe that they can. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they can if the value's there. You know, right, think about exactly. your Jillian Michaels of the world or your your superstar trainers or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they're they're charging whatever they want because they've elevated themselves to that platform where exactly. people know they get results, the value is there, the value's intrinsic, and they get the prestige of operating with somebody like that, mm-hmm. you know. So words matter, content matters, and value absolutely matters. So I, I just love that you that you bring that type of stuff up. So well, Miss Dove, um, thank you very much for, for joining us on the podcast today. Um, let's say somebody wants to wants to get a hold of you to maybe. Uh, oh do wait, 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 wait! We, we always have a silly question. You didn't ask a silly question. Silly question. Um, I don't have a silly question. What time do you consider prime time? What time do you consider <laughs> prime time? <laughs> no, um, no. Prime time for me is six o'clock. No. And since you asked that, what I think I'm going to do, I'm going to give you guys a call Uh-oh. at six o'clock in oh, the morning. Yeah. Oh no! And I'm going to be like. Prime time. Prime time. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is torture. Like I'm like, loving it. I'm like six a.m. His yeah. his goal in life is to just bother me in the morning. Like, that's that's all that he that's wants to do. That's a wonderful goal in like, life. Like I mean, I you can tell we've been friends for a long time. Man, I make him want to shake people. Coffee doesn't do that. Yeah, what? Well, that's an excellent point. That's an excellent point too. So Dove, let's say somebody wants to get a hold of you. Um, they want to get a hold of you for keynote keynote uh, speak. What's the best uh, way to get a hold of you? So actually, there are there are numerous ways you can get a hold of me. Okay. You can always go to my website, which is www.dovebennettspeaks.com. Okay. Um, plus, I'm all over social media. I have a YouTube channel, Dove Bennett. Um, Facebook, Dove Bennett. Instagram, Dove Bennett Speaks. Um, pretty much any any of those methods. Um, I am all over the internet. You can find me just all over the internet. <laughs> you can Google she me and I will pop up. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, you got you got the SEO all figured out for yep. Dove Bennett. That's it. Appreciate it. That's no, good. Well, thank, thank you for joining you guys us this for morning. Having me. No problem.